Now, here's your hosts, Jim and Robert. And Alex, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. No no warning, just a a point. A point. She she had a finger in her face. Um, Welcome back to the PhotoFax Podcast. We are here at my casa with Robert Trawick and Alex Dugan. Alex is a regular, pretty much. I am. I'm a triplet now. I need to make her do a uh, soundbite. She's well, a mini twin. To podcast. Yeah, she's a mini twin because we're, we're, we're all three March 30th babies. Absolutely. And we're almost double her. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so she's a mini twin. So, yeah, we're, we're uh, excited to be back talking together again on the podcast. And we want to talk about some things coming up. Um, you know, we're going to go on a trip to Memphis to the Photo Expo with the Little Rock Bedford. Bedford Camera and Video in uh, Little Rock, and they're going to Memphis this year, if you haven't heard, if you're under a rock or something. But anyway, um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So we are going to talk about the what kind of things should you take on a trip to go to, to a convention, photography convention. This is just photography. I guess it could be other things, but we're just going to talk photography. Um, what do you want to take to a um, – uh, yeah, a convention. So first of all, let's let's talk about anything else before we get started on that. What, what else we got? Oh, you know, pin the dates for October 6th for the Worldwide Photo Walk, Oklahoma City. Yeah. So pin that in. It's a Saturday. Yeah. Um, we haven't done much planning of that. Jim nope. just got notification yesterday. So that'll be in the works after Memphis. Correct. Uh, what else we got going on? You got anything over there, mm-hmm. Alex, going on? You teaching any classes? No. Nope. Oh, actually, I'll be at Metro Camera Club in Oklahoma City on the 13th. Yes, you will. Yes, it's going to be awesome. What are you going to be talking about there at the Metro Camera Club? So I'm going to talk about one thing that I think photographers struggle with a lot. Um, Money? Well, you know. Not that exactly, but (laughs) that's a little too personal. Um, Um, I'm going to talk about how to get your clients to trust you and to open up in front of you and how to kind of photograph them in a way that's a good experience for them and how it does impact your images. How how to get customers to trust you. Yeah. And open up to get more genuine in Memphis or Metro. Um, I'll talk about that some in Memphis for the storytelling. Okay. Um, But Metro is going to be kind of based on that. Okay. Because I know that a lot of photographers, they know how to, you know, focus a camera, but they don't know how to communicate with people. And that's just as important. Yeah, we were so. just talking about that before we, we got on, before you arrived, actually, Robert. And it, it was a great idea. I think it's going to be great. She was like, I don't know how many people are going to get this, but I think if, if they, you know, that's fine. If, if three or four people get it, I think they're going to be really yeah. impacted by it. I think. I would be, you know, uh, because I'm, I'm guilty. You know, I'm the tech guy. And, uh, I try to be a personable person when I'm, I'm goofball and try to have fun and, you know, engaging. And, um, it, it, and we talked about how it's awkward to be it, when, when there's quiet, you know, the, there's no yeah. dialogue going on. It's kind of awkward silence. If but, you just hear that shutter going, it's like yeah. people will automatically, like, they get stiff right. in their posture. Mm-hmm. And that it doesn't look natural and it's not flattering, mm-hmm. you know? So we want to create flattering and natural looking images. Yep. Okay. So, I think that's a great idea. I think it's a great topic that a lot of photographers don't deal with. Right. It's, it's sort of like, you know, it's like business. The, it, I was just going to say that. You're going to say yeah. the same thing. It's, it's like everybody thing. gets into photography and because we're wanting to learn the craft, the, the and aperture toys. shutter spat and the toys. The yeah. toys are awesome. And then once they get in there, they start realizing, okay, well, how come people are not calling me? Yeah. You know, well, they what's might going not have on? Had a good experience mm-hmm. after <laughs> True. And, you True. Know, the experience people have with you is the way that they view their images afterwards. Like it could be a perfect image, but if they felt uncomfortable during your session, then that's the way they're going to look at their photos. I, I look awkward even if they don't. Right, because yeah. they're, they're basing everything on the experience right. more so than the quality because when you look at the average person that has not been uh, trained in maybe like, you know, rules of composition, color, et cetera, 
it seems to me that most of those people have a, I don't want to say lower, that makes them seem less, but they have a different view of what a quality photo is. Like if they'll look at the photo, if they're engaged with the photo and if it connects with them, they don't really care if the highlights are blown out mm-hmm. or if the right. shadows are blocking up yeah. or if the color might be off and the skin tone's a little bit yellow. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas we are, you know, we try and work hard to minimize those things. So I, I think that would be a really interesting topic. I think it'd be great too if, you know, may, not not now, but, you know, maybe we should revisit this later on with you. Um, like maybe like get four or five photographers that are all different genres mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and talk about how they deal with customer experiences. Cause you as a real estate photographer is going to deal, you're going to have a different hands-on mm-hmm. approach right. than a wedding photographer or a portrait photographer. Headshots. Yeah. Headshot. There's a different, there's a different rapport that you can get from that. I think. Well, I was going to say the, you mentioned the experience and, and that's really, when it comes down to it, that's really what it's about that's how you get your repeat customers because they most of the time because they they like the experience they had so think about in my my business for for real estate which i do a lot of um you know uh portrait uh studios you know they have some repeat customers that's what they do every you know every so often they get repeat customers for as the kids grow or as the family grows or whatever um, but me, I see my customers a lot more, uh, sometimes several times a week, um, sometimes not, but you get the idea that I see them a lot. So I believe that they come back to me, not just because I'm cheap, <laughs> <laughs> but because they, they have a good experience. You know, I, 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 I'm just trying to explain that. It's it's the experience. They 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 come back because it was it was a not not, not that I've got, like gone overboard and done all these crazy things, but it was a pleasant experience. It was it was okay. It wasn't awkward. It wasn't like oh my gosh he got too close to me or you know he was he made me feel uncomfortable or you know it was that it was just easy. I'm an easygoing guy. I'm easy to work with, and I get it done. I get it done quickly, and you know. Look at me talking with my hand. Yo, yo. Anyway, so, <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's the experience. I, yeah. I've always believed that. So, you know, you made you made an interesting point about being cheap, and that kind of touched on something that happened to me today that I shared with you. I haven't shared with Alex yet. <clears throat> you know what? I'll let me share this with Alex, just uh, because you mentioned the whole cheap thing, right? And I I want to go back to you know some previous discussions that we had i'm gonna send it via text so you can read it there so previous i i guess the word cheap it just depends on who it is i mean yeah you know we're just using that as a like you know what is cheap right it, is it less than the normal or is it just so far below the normal uh, but a photographer and if you're listening hey reach out to me i'm not going to mention your name but a photographer Posted on Facebook, and I happened to run across it on my feed, and uh, they're doing a sale. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for God. wedding photography for three hundred bucks. And guess what they no, no, get? No, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. And they get that's it, it includes the engagement session, and you get every image that I shoot. That's that's the words. That's the, the words. And fifteen images from the from the uh, engagement session. Well. If they're unedited and they're just showing up and shooting, if that's what they want to do, you know, um, I hear so many photographers that say this, you know, I'm not doing well in business or I'm not getting clients because this person's charging less than me and things like that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's not true. Yeah. What it comes down to is you need to be able to provide an experience and provide something that someone else can't. So in other words, be a better photographer. Like I'm kind of tired of the excuses. Yeah, I, you know I'm kind of the and, same way. And I, I don't want to hear about it. You need to also provide for your family, but you need to. On top of that, you know, you have to. That three hundred dollars right. is not. And you know, here's the thing. I'm just going to say it. That person probably has a husband that makes good money, and they're just a. They just need some extra cash, they some or extra they're extra working full time and trying true. to start. True. You know, yeah. yeah, that's true too. But you yeah. know, and, and when I made a comment to Jim. You know, Jim said, you know, everybody has to start somewhere. And that's Absolutely. true. Everybody yeah. has to start at a certain point. Yeah. 
But when you look back on it, ah, that's really, I mean, that, that really wouldn't even cover your equipment, depending on what you're getting. If you were to go and invest, okay, I'm going to start from ground zero right now. And I was going to go out and spend $10,000 to get a basic kit. Like you're going to have to shoot a hundred weddings. Yeah. To be able to even just have the gross money, not counting all the other expenses. Yeah, you know, on one hand, I'm thinking, well, I wish I would have started, you know, either saved the money and got the the better equipment and all that stuff at first so that I'm not having to work my way up. And then I could I could justify, well, and plus have the experience, but have the, um, what was I going to say? Darn. Um, <laughs> anyway, start, an start, start over. If I could start over, I would do it differently instead of trying to work my way up. But, you know, you, you can't really uh, – because at, at first, when you first start out, you don't feel comfortable charging what other guys charge because you don't have the experience. I, I guess the experience is one thing and the equipment's another. But you could have lots of experience and still use a low-end camera and, and – And create amazing and, and images. Create, yes, exactly. you sure can. So it's really not the equipment. It's, it's, your, it's your knowledge, your skill level. But, um, yeah, sorry. Um, no, no, no. I, I understand. I, I went off. And, and I think it has to do a lot with it's just it's not like we have to try and disconnect the emotion from the price tag. And if I sit there and say, okay, well, look, here's all my bills I need to pay. And I'm going to sit here and shoot 25 weddings a year. Then I need to bring in X amount of dollars to be able to pay all my bills. Right. That's kind of where I was going is, is don't, don't start out charging low amounts because you're going to have Correct. you're going to have a hard time going up in price with your customers that you've already shot for. Right. Figure out how much money you need to spend and and you know if you look at it and it winds up being this just that you're not comfortable charging X amount of dollars for a wedding to begin with, that's fine, but have a direction that you're going in and work towards that. But I think that that price leads in to what you're talking about with the experience. And let me let me elaborate without going too far into it. Have you ever bought something really, really cheap, and if it breaks, you're like, eh, I only paid $10 for it. But yeah. you spend a lot of money like on a very high-dollar lens, and you put a scratch in it, and you're like, oh, my God, that was yeah. my $15,000 lens. Right. So I think that the experience level is slightly connected to the price that you're charging. There's like an mm-hmm. expectation yeah. and a spe- so if I go like if I if I charge let's say really inexpensive to someone and it's almost like if I don't give the most outstanding service then it's like eh I didn't pay a lot for it. Eh, no big deal. Or it's like I can't believe I got this for this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just to play, you know, kind of. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think that like with pricing, the most important thing is that you're comfortable saying a price to someone because when you say, you know, how much is it for you to come to my wedding? I just need you for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Twenty four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You have to be comfortable saying it because if you're not, they know, and that's when they'll start being like, well, what if it's only here, or here. Mm-hmm. You have to be confident in what you're charging, and that's what's the most important. If you're just getting started and you, you know, want to just kind of get some experience and see if it's something that maybe you would even want to pursue, mm-hmm. I think it's totally fine to start lower. And I, but I do think that's something you communicate with the client. Hey, it's three hundred dollars because I have never shot a wedding before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be up, be that's, a nice, that's a nice twist. I like right, that. Right. But I think as long as people are comfortable. Yeah. You know, and that's good. And a lot of it comes down to value. So, how much do people value what you do? Mm-hmm. I have couples that um, I'm the most expensive vendor they will hire because they value photography mm-hmm. that day. And so, that's another part of it. Mm-hmm. Some people that want Christmas card pictures, maybe they don't care how great their group picture is. They just want to put it on a card and send it out. Right. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know? So. Yeah, I was going to say, too, is, you know, when I said I was cheap, that label can sometimes negate. I mean, it can it can make people think, oh, he must not be that good, you know? Yeah, I, you I've, know? I've heard that before. I've heard 
I've heard people in business classes say that you will lose more client clients for being too cheap than you ever will for being too expensive. Yeah. I, I, I guess it's, I a, honestly, I think, experience. A, I think it depends on the, 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 the client. I think it depends on the person that you're, you know, marketing to or that you're talking to. Probably um, so. Well, if you happen to know that photographer, I did look at some of the images I have to tell you, I was pretty impressed. I mean, you know, there was some hit and miss ones on there, but overall. Let's hope they're not uh, other internet images because. Oh, we yeah. Know, we yeah. all have yeah. seen yeah. that Well, you know, that, that's, <laughs> that's happened true. before. Yeah. So if you happen to know that person we're talking about, or you are that photographer we're talking about, give us a jingle. We'd love to have you on the on the uh, show. Yeah. And uh, we can talk about, like, your marketing plan and. Yeah. Maybe give you some ideas and, uh, or how maybe you'll give us some, some yeah, ideas. That, yeah, yeah. That, that might be a better way around. That's right. Okay. So that was a nice little sidetrack. So, um, anything else going on? The three of us are going to ride together to Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be in a little four door Honda Civic. <laughs> we, we are going to take Jim's little economy car with a, with a roof rack. With a roof rack. Because Robert has a crap ton of gear to carry. And I overpack. Oh. I do not pack light. Well, I, guess what I thought what about today I when, I was, uh, when I was getting the stuff out. I was like, man, I don't want to walk around with all that stuff, so I got to bring the cart. So, you know, the big cart. Oh, God. Are you serious? Dude, do you want to carry all this stuff around freaking Memphis? No. Nah, exactly. So I want the cart so I can push this thing around. I have Apparently. a little wagon we, that like collapses. It's from the academy. oh, I have the I have yeah. a rock and rolling cart, man. We yeah, that thing. We'll strap that thing. I wonder uh, how. I wonder if we can pull it. I wonder how long those tires would last on the way to Memphis. Oh, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I was thinking you come on the street like pulling. Yeah. That's funny. That'll be a blast. Okay, so let's let's just get right into this. So we are actually leaving um, the butt crack of dawn Thursday, <laughs> Thursday morning. morning. The um, seventh or eighth? Uh, you know what? I think it's the. I don't think it's that late. I think it's like the third. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that's sorry. That's, the that's second. My, that's my other week. <laughs> it is the second. Um, and then of course Bedford's uh, will be having their photo expo in Memphis at the Grayson Hotel on um, August the third and fourth. Excuse me. Wow. Um, going to be a lot of fun okay so you, i'm really you, excited but go so ahead. listeners if, if you're when you're you're listening right now so either go to our <laughs> facebook page our facebook listener page or facebook page or send us an email at twins at photofactspodcast.com and let us know if you're going to be there i mean yes we know yes. well actually i don't know who else is going to be there from oklahoma city but besides bedford but um you know, I, I'm just, you know, I'm, just curious. I'm just curious. Do you know anybody go. from Oklahoma City going? No. Just curious. So let us know. I mean, Even if you're not in Oklahoma City, uh, if you're if you're going to be there that and you're listening, let us know because we want to we want to know who's going to be there so we can say hi, say hi, yeah, say hi and hang out. So find yeah. us. You know, look for the goofy two old guys and the pretty girl. No, <laughs> I am not putting on a wig this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come on. Oh, okay. If I have to. Okay. So. Alex, we, we want to talk about the, the, the five things that, that you think is essential to go on a trip to a photo convention, a photography convention. Okay, so normally when I'm at conferences, um, I am not one of those people that takes my camera in, personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, I, Lord. No, here we go. Here we but, go. Here but, we go. Um, I, I'm obsessed with um, learning. So two of my things would be notebook, pen, um, and then business cards because you're going to meet people mm-hmm. and it's yes. an easy way to, you know, share information. that's not awkward by whipping out your phone or whatever. Yeah. And the fourth thing I would bring was any questions to the trade show I have about gear I'm interested in. Mm. Oh, well, she had to come up with a really good one. Didn't and, yeah. Yeah. And my fifth thing is a friend because if we, if there's two classes yeah. maybe that I'm interested in that are at the same time. We can each go to one and swap notes right. afterwards. That's a good one. And so if you don't bring a friend, do. find one. 
and, and do make that. a friend, make a yeah. friend and do that. Yeah. yeah. I've done that a couple of times. And, um, actually the people or the friends I made at WPPI, we roomed together the next year. I mean, we talk daily still. Was it in your it's blog awesome. that you that you mentioned that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned mm-hmm. and you showed a picture. Yeah, yeah a that's picture right. Because the, they went out afterwards yes. through the uh, ghost town to right. pictures. Mm-hmm. Right, right. We'll put Fire. a link to that blog in the show. Yes, do we have enough should. room for the show notes? We um, do. Where we can put a link? Yes. Y- yes. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll our, look at that. If website. not, we'll yeah. put the uh, link we'll, on the... Uh, on the Facebook page. On the Facebook page. On the listener page. Yep. Cool. Okay, that was uh, that was really good. Yeah, so anything you're interested in buying um, but you're kind of hesitant on, trade show's awesome because you can hold it, you can look at it, mm-hmm. you yeah. can play with it, and then you can ask the rep that's there any questions you might have without having yeah. to sit there and Google for hours and or read fake reviews or you oh, know, God, things like reviews. that. Well, on that note, too, um, if, if Canon or Nikon or Sony or any of those guys are there, and you and you have one of those, you know. Maybe maybe you have a a, a question for that specific right. brand, you know, um, not just like a, a flash or something, you know. Just uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe they have. Sometimes they have a repair person, yeah, that, mm-hmm. a tech person that can. Nikon and Canon a lot of times will give you you know free sensor cleans at some of the mm-hmm. PPA schools and conventions. That's a big deal. That's a pretty big deal. But I you know I think that's I, that. You know, just adding on to those points that you had about the question of the trade shows, you know, if you go to uh, someone's workshop, which I think is a good way of getting specific information, when you go to one of these um, conventions that has a trade show or, you know, these series of workshops like Bedford uh, puts on, having those reps in the trade show, those people are an integral part of that company. They are very familiar with that product so it's not like you know calling some mail order company and saying hey i have a question about flash xyz and all they want to do is just sell you the product and move on to the next person you know these guys are they know the brand they know the ins and out they can answer the questions so it's a, it's a great thing to walk in there with some questions already pre-set up for those items that you're looking for and most of them have a discount yeah so, you know, you can save a couple of bucks at a trade show as well. So just wanted to add on to that. So how about you? What are you bringing? Well, I, I've been sitting here pondering because I didn't do my homework, but I, didn't, I wasn't as good as uh, Alex. So, um, <laughs> But one thing I thought about earlier is one of those uh, battery packs, you know, the little battery that you can plug in. And if not one, but two different. I've got one that's got the one amp and two amp. Different, right. the different uh, powers for your iPad or your phone. So that's good because obvious reasons. You know, if you've got your iPad there and you're taking notes with your iPad. You, you don't want to lose out of you, you don't, don't want to lose, lose power. Yeah, you don't lose power. Um, but I, I would probably not, you know, not wait till it dies, mm-hmm. you know, but plug it in and, yeah, anyway. So another thing is uh, if you are going to use technology to take notes, uh, there's, there's – I've probably mentioned it before, but uh, – an app that, and I can't remember the name, I think it's Noteworthy or whatever, there's an app that you can take notes and record, and whenever you make a note in the app, it will mark the timestamp. It will timestamp that note so that you can go back and see where that was mm-hmm. uh, that you typed that note uh, in the audio. Uh, plus, you can you can share it and download it. It's it, There's a Mac version, and I'm sure there's a PC version. I don't know. But it's a it's a, there's there's several of those out there. Uh, just Google it, you know. Um, note notes. It's for uh, it's called audio. Notable. Notable, yes, yes. So that's the one that I use when I go to conventions because you can, and just like you said, it, you know, I I discovered that from another person that gave it to me during a. God, it was many many years ago. I think it was actually WPPI, and I was there trying to take notes with my iPad, and. The guy beside me, and I have his car, but I forgot his name. It's John or Johnny or James. starts with a J. And uh, he said, well, hey, here's this app. It's called Notable. So it's a notepad, and you can hand scribble on it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. yeah, you can make little But whenever you start to write, it remembers the time since you started the recording. So he would not actually write 
like long notes. If the speaker said something about pricing, he would do like two asterisks oh. and go price. Okay. So then once you're done with the session and you save it, that what you just wrote becomes touchable. Yeah. And then you touch that and it automatically scrubs to the very part of that audio. audio. Yeah. That's the cool. The only drawback, the only drawback is you really need to sit up front to get or buy one True. of the speakers. True. Because most of the ones that I tried, uh, I I didn't get I didn't capture really good audio. Like I, you have to like really crank up the audio and kind of listen to the speaker to be able to yeah, to right. hear him. Because I'm kind of like far back down the way. Mm-hmm. And use if you're using an iPad, make sure you use iCloud to back up your iPad. Because so, mm-hmm. if if you lose those notes, eh, you're done. You know, um, and I think it, that app does have an iCloud feature to back up. I think it does because yeah. it actually link across all the devices. Right, right. Well, so, I'm kind of surprised though that you don't take a camera. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I mean that's okay. It's yeah. all right. I'm just like whenever I'm in those kind of settings, I like to just take it in. Yeah, and be kind of just emerged in it. Right. Um, well, and and of course, if they're if you're going to attend a uh, a walk, you know, or a uh, oh, yeah. hands-on class, obviously you're going to take. I would take but a camera. That'd be different. Yeah. Right. I like having at least a little small. Something right. I have my iPhone. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a ten, yeah, yeah. so I guess it's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that's, I always that's take like a twelve megapixel camera. I, I, little, I take my little G sixteen, but oftentimes I find myself not using it because mm-hmm. I've got my phone. It's so easy. The, the phone is extremely easy. Plus, I've got you know moment lenses, and I've got a tele and a wide. So, uh, yeah. what else you need? You know. Plus, I've got the moment app. Filmic Pro. You know, it kind of makes me... Okay, so you know what? Hey, let's let's talk about this for a second. Let's just talk about this since we're all photographers getting ready to travel in a small car. Uh-oh. So how small can you pare down your camera equipment for this trip? <sighs> so, Jim, can you get away with just using your phone and just moment lenses and not even bringing a camera? I could. I, I'm just, you know... Well, I, okay, no. Um, I mean, I, but I, would, I understand. When you go to a trade show, using using the app with the two things... Well, I mean, what are you going to really take photographs of that you're going to want to do? You're right. So I understand what she's talking about going right. and just taking a phone and being basically like unconnected. Like when I'm walking around, yeah. Because yeah. I've got, yeah. I've, like, my, I have friends that are not photographers that joke all the time with me that I have to always have a camera nearby. Mm-hmm. Like, it's in my car, mm-hmm. it's in my bag, it's in my day bag, beyond my, you know, cell phone. And I'm like, well, you know, because I like to, I like to have the camera nearby. So if I need to take a photo, and they're like, well, you know, I'm a carpenter. I don't, I don't like carrying my hammer all the time. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's what right. they always bring. Like, I don't carry my hammer like everywhere I go, just because I need right. to fix something. Mm-hmm. Well, like, yeah, it's a little different. So I think it's a little different. It's a little different. I would bring my camera though, like if I was trying to figure out how to set something up, maybe, mm-hmm. and I couldn't, you know, because right. um, I could just take it to the rep, and they'd be mm-hmm. like, "Oh, right here," and I'd get a hands-on. Yeah, you know? yeah I gotta tell you the, you know, so that's if I had a question like that, I might bring my camera. And the other part is like I'm lazy and I just don't want to carry it around all yeah. day. So personally, so that mm-hmm. being said, yes, Robert and Alex. So can we? Can we minimize that part of the trip because there's only so much space in the Civic? Well, here's here's the problem with that one. <laughs> Since I'm teaching and got a lot of stuff, so I'm kind of trying to pare it down to one hard case that'll have my camera gear in it. Uh, the S1 case, which is, you know how big that is. Just use my flashpoint. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to use flashpoint. I have to use it. I don't think that would be good. No, no, no. Uh, and then I have the, um, the gun case that has the stands in it. And then I have the a 100 and I have a 24 by 48 soft box and a strip box and, and then my luggage. Yeah. I'll well, just take a flash and a couple of primes. Couple what? Primes. Yeah. Well, I'm doing a demo on stage. So I want to have my different light modifiers with yeah. me and I could cut it down but then, like, what do you put, like, your S1 in if it's not in a good hard case? It's going to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's That's like, the you other don't... thing. I don't want to, like, having, I, do, I also don't want to travel with, like, a flimsy right. bag. Well, exactly. So that's what And get makes crammed into something. Well, I've got a cloth bag, but it's a, it's a camera bag. 
mm-hmm. you know, it's got padding and stuff. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm bringing mine. I don't know because I'm going to be filming. So I'm well. You're going to be doing video. I, I won't be able to take much if if at any if anything. So I might be able to put the camera down and go click click click. But mm-hmm. you know, that's that's fine with me. You know, I, I'm I'm fine with that. So well, we could share. We're all Nikon. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot. I didn't so, know. I thought well, you were Canon, but well, yeah. I guess you guys are Nikon. What? Oh, you're Fuji. <laughs> Whatever. Shut up. Okay. That's another day. So that's I want another, I another conversation. I want to back up just a tad. Back up just a tad. When you mentioned taking notes at WPPI. Yes. I would bet money. Yes. Probably a good size amount of money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not. Not for real, but I'll just say it, okay? I'll bet money that that was probably... The last time you took good notes Mm-mm. at any convention, nope. because Not I've never seen you, never seen you sit through mm-hmm. a class longer than you know half the show, nope. half the class, and, and take notes. Never. And have this I seen is that. what has worked for me. Does it just me? It doesn't apply. I'm not to saying there's anything else. wrong with that, but no, no, you, no, no. You know, when like you, when I go into class, I have been to a lot of classes, and I could go to any class and learn something new from it without a doubt. However, I find that most of my learning occurs in the hallways and not in the classroom. I I, I get that. I totally agree because with because I can get more interaction one on one with someone than I can when I'm in a presentation mode. Um, Tony Corbell went to his presentation. Wow, it was freaking amazing. Okay, the guy like really delivered. He was at the Aloff Hotel. Um, was it for Mepa? No, no, oh, no. Okay. It was a. Um, it was part of Sandy Puck's thing. Oh, so we got an invite to go out there to that. Terry and I went out there. Mm. Um, small crowd talked about light, which was <clears throat> gave me a couple things that I use today. Sandy, thank Pooch. you, Tony. Sandy Pooch. Sandy Pooch. Okay. Um, but I learned more from him afterwards in the hallway talking <laughs> for 15 minutes than I did in the hour and a half presentation. Yeah. The presentation was great. It had a lot of good information and I enjoyed it, but being able to like interact back and forth. Oh, and then we talked together in, um, Fort Worth at a show down there and he actually came in at the end of my presentation and we hung around and talked for 20 minutes. That was the bomb.com. So, well, uh, I think most of the times when I go to those, when I go to those shows, I'm doing stuff on the outside and I learn more from that. Well, and probably also I would say that you, you, you paid for WPPI and no. Okay. Well, but no, yes. I was saying I, if you pay, if you, you'd probably you probably be more obligated. It, no, because the same thing at the. Uh, no, it just. I guess it really depends. It, I think it really, really depends on. I don't think it depends on the speaker so much as the. I don't know. I know a lot of great photographers that present that I feel are not great presenters. Does yeah, that make? I, I was like, you're talking about me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not talking about you. No, no. but it, there, there's a lot of great guys that get up there and um, they'll spend the first 20 minutes um, with the slideshow of all the stuff that they've done this year mm-hmm. to get you hyped up, basically to let you know that they're the master, you're the student. Watch what I'm getting ready to tell you. <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean, you have um, 60 seconds to do, like. That's how about how long it takes to determine if someone's interested or not Mm -hmm. and it takes like on average like if you meet someone for the first time within those first four minutes they decide whether they're going to accept you or not and so those in that intro is important yeah yeah. Hmm. but it's it's i'm already here because i already know you're good and i want to learn from you yeah i don't need to see the images that i've already seen in all the magazines (laughs) true this whole year. Let's, like, let's get to the go. meat or of this thing. Or stuff I can Google easily. Like, right. Exactly. Let's, right. I can Google about shutter speed. By the I time can, we get to know. it, I'm getting maybe 30 minutes of info. I don't need to see the refined slideshow with the great music. That's that's just fluff. But Yeah. 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 I loved like Joe McNally's at PhotoCon um, last year. 
his presentation because he was going through images, but, you know, kind of talking about how he achieved right. them and how he, like, where the idea came from. Yeah. How he got there and, Correct. like, stuff like, I love stuff like that. Yeah. I, I like knowing the thought behind things and things like that and learning how long it took him to climb that building sure. to get that shot. You know, things that like crazy. that are, like, well, cool. And, and some speakers are more inspiring, mm-hmm. and there's a place for that, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's just to inspire, like, a different way of thinking, even. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, well, he not did all that, speakers are techie. He did that probably two or three years ago in Arkansas, and I, mm-hmm. and I, I think it's time to change up his presentation. <laughs> <laughs> he's love you, pre- love he's, it, Joe. He's probably pretty busy though. Well, yeah, I, I get that. You know, I, I think one of the better yeah. presentations that I've seen him give is with David Hobby in oh, Dallas. You told me about the that. Flash Bus Tour. That was inspiring. Yeah. Like it was just two guys on a stage talking about light, talking about different things. I don't I don't even know if they had like a show going in the background. But what really just completely took it away from me is when we you know, you talk about the closer the light, the softer the light. Mm-hmm. They said, Hey, like, you know, people ask me all the time, like, if if you take a light and you back it up like really far, do you think you could make it look like it's a sun? lit shot and of course David they're just kind of like talking to each other and like I'm towards the back of the room this room is like jam packed there has to be 300 people in here <laughs> in the very back of the room they had some I don't, I don't even know what flash it was but it was a studio flash with a zoom beam thing mm-hmm. on it and they had a guy right there on stage up against a wall with the zoom, fired it, and they showed it on the screen, and it was like, wow. Like, if I hadn't seen that being done, I would have bet you money it was done, like, in the streets of the Bahamas with the sun, like, yeah, it had, like, a shadow in the back. I mean, the guy's, like, kind of doing... So it had, like, a little... Even the model did, like, you know, an act, like, like the sun's really bright. Mm-hmm. And it was just so believable. Anyway, I, I think we're That's probably cool. tri- sidetracked yeah. a little bit, yeah. so we'll probably need bit. to get back on. There's yeah, we get are, sidetracked. It's awesome to go and watch people, though. It really I, I, is. I think I didn't finish. I don't know. You know, you were talking about the battery, and then the you battery, went into the app. The app, okay, and then um, business cards, of course, business um, cards. And uh, don't copy mine, Jim. I, I, <laughs> I, I can't kidding. think of anything else. <laughs> um, toothpaste. <laughs> gum You can make gum friends with gum Do mints. you want a piece of gum? It's or an icebreaker you, you can make friends with liquor too Hey, do you want a drink? <laughs> That's how you make really good friends That's yeah. how you make really good That's how you make roommates for next year yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny The my, gum, you might get a high five yeah. next year But right. if you bring out the liquor, you might get a friend It's funny because the, the first The guy that I met first um, We uh, um, <laughs> We went and got a beer like, as soon as we met, hey, do you want to grab a beer? Okay. Then we met the third BFF. See? That's I, I mean, not. You just pick him up. Okay, that her. didn't come out very well, did it? It didn't. It didn't. But it's fine. Yeah. I was, I was curious. Either one of you guys play the piano? Um, play by ear. I tinker, a little bit. Tinker around, yeah. Okay, good. Just wanted to check. <laughs> There's a piano, like, right in the lobby of the hotel. Okay, cool. So I think it'd be really cool if, like, you know, one of you guys like fired up some tunage. I used to, I used to play uh, "Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me," Elton John. Dude, that's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any chance? Any chance? But Jim. only the first part, you know. Only like, dun, dun, you know. Like, Could you play "Tiny Dancer"? That would be like. No, can't no? play that one. I haven't, haven't even tried to play it. Yeah. Okay. All give right. Me, well, give me a set of drums, and I'll be jamming. All right, so. well, we'll get you some drums then. <laughs> uh, John, John Rose, if you're listening, drums <laughs> for Elvis. Okay. Drums for Elvis. Okay, so what else you got, Jim? So business cards, uh, no, no ability. app, uh, battery. How many is that, three? Oh, and, oh, no, you did toothpaste. Toothpaste. That's four. And what else? Uh, A flask. I'm just kidding. A flask. <laughs> you know, a flask. I almost bought a flask when you mentioned that on Voxer the other day. You said something about a flask, and I was like, oh, at the I'm, checkout I'm, at Winco, I think it was. Winco's awesome. And I saw the flask. It was black. I almost bought it. But 
Why, why didn't you buy it? I, I, I don't know, because I thought open container kind of thing, you know? Just let's not get pulled over. <laughs> I mean, right. like, really? Yeah. Why do they sell them, you know? What, what's, yeah, I guess. Well, it doesn't have to Because it's, mo- it's a mobile thing, right? Mm-hmm. You don't, you're not going to have a flask at home because you already got the good stuff at home. I mean, I think as long as it's, you're not drinking and it's not open, then it, yeah. you know. Right. I think that uh, you know don't what? drink and drive. Like, yeah, don't do that. You I might mean, spill that's it. Not cool. You don't want to do that. So you want to pull over first. And then All right, I'll run, I'll run by Winco before we leave. Okay, good, <laughs> good. What are you going right, to put in I, it? That's good. Uh, probably um, uh, rum or something. Okay, like that. good. Uh, no fireball. Okay? No. That's, oh God, that stuff is dangerous. I, I don't know. I don't I need have, to have any heartburn on the way down there. That stuff is is dangerously good. It's. Oh, yeah. it's dangerously good? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, then you have the fireball on. It's good insider beer. It tastes like Christmas. <laughs> insider <laughs> beer? <laughs> and, yeah, fireball and, like, cider beers. Oh, cider beer. Yeah, it, oh, my god. It gosh. tastes like Christmas. <laughs> something tells me, something tells me we're going to wind up in the bar at the hotel yeah. tasting Christmas. I'm going to ask for <laughs> fireball and some cider beer. And, and some see cider how it goes. beer. Yeah, and yeah I'll be, you can like pour it in there. And I'll be out for the count in the room. Like Robert come in, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want to go to sleep first. Af- Just... After I get on the bar and dance. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. With a drum. <laughs> <laughs> bung, bung, bung. Yeah. Uh, hey, look at me. Shirtless. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Pantless. In my Saks underwear. <laughs> He has to wear his Elvis suit. Yes, he's going to be wearing his Elvis suit. Yeah, John hasn't said anything else about that. I, I don't want to go rent this this costume. And you know, Oh, you're going to rent? I thought he was renting it for you. No, he said get one there, but that was like way early. I, I don't know if it's still going to go. I, I got stuff to do. I don't want to mess with that. <laughs> okay, well, he, he'll have the hairpiece for you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, I just so need some big bell bottoms. That's all. Okay. Big bell bottoms. All right. So to bring to a convention, very first thing, comfortable clothing. True. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, Sacks underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I actually ordered a skirt. Did you uh, really? Did you? Yeah. I think those things are really cool. It's awesome because it doesn't look like a nerdy skirt, you know. Oh, it doesn't. No. Like a uniform. And it, but school? it also doesn't really look like like a tennis one. Like it looks like just like a cotton skirt. Really? Got shorts, yeah. I think that's pretty old. And then when you walk, people are like trying to see (laughs) if it's a skirt or a skirt. Because a lot of guys. Oh, you can't tell with this one. That's what's great. It looks like. Right. Well, that's what's the thing. I don't know how short it is, but I've seen some of those, and you're like, the girl's like really kind of free with it, and you're like, oh, God, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. But you can't see anything. But then it's fine. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I'm going to wear these shoes just for you, Robert. Oh my God! Please don't wear shower shoes. They're leather. They're not shower shoes. They're, they're, they're shower shoes. They're shower shoes. Oh, do not wear any shower <laughs> shoes. They look like prison shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't they? Don't they yeah. look like what yeah. the? That, not that I've ever seen them like this in isn't person. A very good description but. of them. <laughs> well, how about mine? I might. I might wear my bands. They're. They're okay for the listeners. They're Nike slip-on leather. I call them shower shoes. Shower but they're, shoes. They're not. They're. What, what, they're what's not, the official? Are they flip flops? No. Um, there's like not, a, there's a bow something. It's like the name of the mod, like or the model of the, the model of it. Oh yeah. Well, but it's it's we're, it's we're, a very uh, comfortable shoe type thing. We're forty four minutes in. Oh my god. Okay, so wear comfortable shoes. Definitely bring your business cards. Um, on the cell phone thing, you know, um, the last couple of times. I have actually turned my cell phone off. Like when? Like when we're at photo conventions. Like the whole time? Like PhotoCon. Or- like PhotoCon. Well, because I have so many things going on, and honestly, with a lot of those big things, you can't make a call to save your life to begin with anyway. And well, it, I, I think you honestly so leave your cell phone off like I, I every do, day. I do leave it off a lot. Like I had it turned off today for an yeah. hour and 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I just had to like get into this project, and I just needed to focus. And 
it was ding, 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 ding. Or even when the light goes off, you're tempted to like. Yeah, just you're peek tempted. At it, to, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I just don't want to do that. I even keep my watch on um, theater mode so it doesn't light up with notifications. Battery lasts like two days. Apple Watch would be a good thing to bring. Oh, actually, Apple go. Watch would be a good. Yeah, thing. Yeah, I like that article. I need to read that more. Did you see that? The Apple. The Apple Watch, the lady that uh, the lady uses that an, uses it for her, for her schedule on her weddings. Yes, for mm-hmm. her her wedding, she's got a whole thing with mm-hmm. the Apple Watch. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, I almost think we should get our radios to this next show, Jim. That would be cool. I have mine's been collecting dust. <laughs> oh, I've I've actually taken mine out, but nobody wants to talk to me. <laughs> well, mine's been in my car. It's just been in the in my pouch. Okay. Uh, but you know, the whole, the whole cell phone thing, you know, I think you want to stay in communication, but I think it's such a, um, I think it's a very, it's a huge distraction when there's a whole bunch of people in there and the theater might be a little bit dark mm. and you well, have the presenter talking and there's yeah. like 50 million of these scenes flashing around cause they're not taking notes on They just, check. They're, they're taking pictures of the screen, which is, okay. yeah. which is fine, yeah. but. You but know. you know what I'm saying? It just yeah. it seems distracting. And I know I'm kind of like, oh, my God, I'm like so negative today. Like, <laughs> like oh, my God, Come he's on. the grumpy guy. Oh, my God. Nah. And then I would say take a camera. But I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It doesn't have to be like your full right. gear. Uh, but like uh, Jim got that little G10. G16. G16. I think those are really important as a visual maker to have something where you know, and the phone does a great job. It does a fabulous job. But I think there's sometimes you can find those moments that the camera will be able to reproduce better and you actually may come up with a really cool image. For me, also I think it works a lot better to photograph those screens if you want to take notes using mm-hmm. that cuz a lot of times you can get a short zoom mm-hmm. and kind of zoom in that works pretty good. Um I got to tell you, I know that my phone has taken some amazing images, but it, you never know how bad it is until you decide to want to do something with that image. Yeah. Like if you want to go like, oh, my God, that was a really good thing I did of my friends mm-hmm. inside the photo booth at WPPI. And you're like, you know what? That's a really good print. I'm going to make it, t- you know, five by seven of that. And then you go and make it a five by seven and it just looks looks bad yeah yeah it doesn't look as nice as it does on the screen so having that little camera i feel for me mm-hmm. that works well doesn't work for everybody else well and for the the g16 as an example i know a lot of new point and shoots have this but you know it's, it's got everything on it that that my large dsl my 750 will do mm-hmm. you know it's got ma- all manual settings it has a flash hot shoe you know you can put a flash on it it has you know, the wi-fi just, you can connect to it and yes to your phone to share stuff yeah so it's you know it's it's cool, but uh, it's just a small form factor. You know, it's just smaller. You can stick it in your pocket. You know, kind of. But yeah. um, I do want to bring something up before I forget. Oh yeah, go so ahead. So isn't at Photo Expo you can bring in your used gear, right? You know, that's a good point. You can I, bring in your used so, gear and sell it, right? So if there's something that you know maybe you don't use all the time and you're, you know, yeah, and it's just collecting dust. I know that I'm terrible. About hoarding gear. Yeah, I, As a film shooter, it's kind of like, well, what if I need it? Or, what, right. you know, things like that. But, you know, a lot of times we buy things and it turns out that's not the right fit for us. Mm-hmm. Well, that could go towards, you know, what would be a good fit for you gear-wise. So bring mm-hmm. things that you're not using or you, you know. That's a good Or just thing. collecting dust. I'm glad you reminded me because I've got a ton of stuff that I could take up there in a bag and say, hey, what do you, what do you give me for this? You know, like triggers, old trigger, old transmitters and receivers, and I, I don't want to go through all my stuff in the middle no. of moving. But and then, what now, would you take for these bellows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you want for these bellows? How about this old ring light? Yeah, you know, this ring light, <laughs> this LED are, ring light. What about these flash cubes? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what 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 were you giving for these? Yeah, um, you might not sell those. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, good example, though. Sometimes that equipment is better used for what you're doing than it is to sell it. Like That's true. Yeah. You know, I have a D300. Still? Is, oh, yeah. Yeah, Gosh. it's very long in the tooth. I've got a D200 up there. <laughs> so they will always, like, I'll take them, like, hey, what do you give me for my D300? I'm like, yeah, we'll give you, like, 80 bucks. Yeah. 
No. At that point, it's not even. Mm-hmm. It's not even worth it because no. I still I just used it at a wedding two weeks ago as a remote camera. Yeah, like I just hooked in the corner, put it behind the behind the the flowers right there on the altar. Kind of hit it right behind there, <laughs> and you'd fire it every once in a while. Just fired every once in a while. What were you using to tra- to trigger it? Uh, just a little cheap remote, okay. wireless remote thing. Right. Well, you know, radio kind of yes. thing plugged yeah. inside. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just went ahead and pre-focused. Kind of had somebody stand there, kind of pre pre-focused where they're going to be. Flipped it to manual, set it on aperture priority. And then just every once in a while, I just fire off a couple of shots. I only need like one or two from that angle to mm-hmm. kind of drop in the. And I still get great images out of it. You yeah. know, I keep wanting to convert black into to infrared. So why didn't you just continue to use that instead of buying new new stuff, Robert? Well, because <laughs> that particular one I still used, but the frame rate's a little bit slow for cheer. And having the full frame, let me tell you about the full frame, just so we can get this out here. Um, full frame to crop factor, there's no freaking difference. Get over it. There was back in the day, there is no difference anymore. You can't look at a photograph and say that was shot with a full frame. However, I will say this about a full frame versus a crop factor. If you're old and your eyes hurt, a full frame has a larger eye relief and it has a larger peephole. So when you look through the viewfinder of a full frame camera, you don't strain as much as you do through a crop factor camera. Hmm. So I didn't realize that. If you look through that, like right now, like you're shooting the 750, so it's full frame. Mm-hmm. Go go peek into your D200, and it's like you're kind of straining, like going <laughs> like, man, I can't, I'm having a hard time looking through here. It really, you can see the screen better. You have a lot more information on the sides. It helps out a lot. I miss yeah. my D700. Yeah, I do too. I miss mine. That thing was so, that was perfect. Yeah. I don't miss any of my old cameras. Oh, I do. Oh, my God. And then, of course, you know, like the D1X, like that was like the last camera I'd ever need. (laughs) (laughs) Tiny little LCD screen on there. Oh, my God. Or LED or whatever it's called. That's the thing, though. It's like when you get used to the newer cameras with the good LCD screens. Right. I'll shoot with my D800 now, and I'm like, I can't even tell if it's in focus. (laughs) What is this? You know? What is this crap? because the D5, the back is so crystal clean clear. and like, yeah, it tells me exactly where my focus is and like puts it in a little red box for me. Like, yeah, the, the, I got to tell you, I the mean, screen on the back of that D500 is because we got that for Terry for shooting cheer. I just am blown away. A, yeah. I'm blown away on how quick, like two or three years in technology just. <laughs> Somersaults. That's, that's the same as the D5, isn't it? The same screen on the back. Yeah, is same it screen. Yes, it is. I don't like it. I like it more than I thought. Like for zooming in or scrolling through like pictures, I can. Yeah. Mm. I actually turned it off. Or for focusing. You know, if I'm holding it up yeah. above my head, I can just tap where I want it to Yeah, that, 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 I like that, the I mean, touch that. screen. That sucks. Yeah, to me, <laughs> it, it, too many things touch it. And make changes. True. And it really is a pain in the neck when I'm trying to like show somebody, mm. and I'm trying to go left and right, yeah. and they touch the screen. And it does some kind of weird. Like, yeah. let's turn it okay, off. so I want to close. Okay, but right, so let's close. I want to close with a tip that close I just thought tip. of earlier. So, you know, just check your camera and see if it does this. But I love this is a tip you may not know about, so I'm just going to say it. I love being able to zoom in to a hundred percent with one click. Of the button. Mm-hmm. So on the back of your camera, you know, the OK button, mm-hmm. the select button or whatever it's called. Um, if you're looking at a photo and you did quickly check focus, I, I press that button and it's so it's uh, it's selected or set to zoom at 100 percent on that with that button. And it's it's I love it, especially with the eyes. You just it zooms right into 100 percent in the center of the photo. Boom. Right, but around. it doesn't link to the autofocus point, does it? Because I had that problem. Right. Like if I no. have the people to the side and I zoomed 100%, it goes to like the background because it's the middle. And right. I, have to, I have to go mm-hmm. over. Yeah. I still love it, though. I'm not going to sit can there and click, click, the click, 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 click. Can you just like... I can just pinch and pull that. Like, so I yeah, can just you go. suck. No. <laughs> like you would on well, your you phone. can do yours. Use a touchscreen, isn't it? No. I thought yeah, you just yeah, said yeah. you like the touch. I thought you were touch. I've seen people. I've, oh, I've come okay. in contact with one. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Sexy. Yeah. So, 
Okay. Where can everyone get tickets for Photo Expo? Oh, good point. We need to lay that out really quickly. Bedfords.com. Is there, is there, <laughs> yeah. Um, is well, there, and there's photo walks, too, that you sign up for. Right. Yeah. We have the one photo walk that's Friday night. And ours is going to be awesome. Ours is going to be themom.com. That's an extra uh, paid uh, event on Beale Street. So we get to walk around and... You pay $100 to drink beer with Robert and I. <laughs> yes, and no, you have kidding. to buy the beer. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and you have to buy the beer. But we'll we'll take care of Jim's flask first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jim will dress up like Elvis. Jim we, is going to be dressed up like and Elvis. we'll take pictures. Well, I don't know he if I'll dress up. He is going to be the video I'll, Elvis. I'll just at least sing. He will at something. least sing. It's going to be something. totally the awesome. The drumming Elvis. Drumming, yeah, drumming Elvis. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so that weekend, there is a uh, Elvis um, impersonation on Bill Street. Really? Saturday night. Cool. Well, I'm going to have to go to that. And it's going to be pretty freaking awesome. Uh, we have enrolled Jim Felder. No, 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 no. <laughs> So your name's be, already on the list. You have to do it. Your name's on the list. I'd get booed it's off, like karaoke. Man. You know, you have yeah. to go. What's your yeah, name yeah, is called? Yeah, if you're, <laughs> right. yeah, karaoke, if your name's called, you got to go. That's funny. They're calling you. You got to go. It's it's going to be a really good show. Uh, I think really we're good all show. really tired from the day because it's been a very, very long day. The expo is going to be awesome. There's the expo is going to be, gonna be cool awesome. Stuff. I bet there's going to be some deals. There's mm-hmm. going to be deals. And talking about that whole use thing, I don't know if they'll do it this time, but in the past, if you sold your equipment there, your used gear, and you purchased something there, they would always give you an extra 10%. Mm. It was like ten percent off. Yeah, it yeah. was an incentive to basically sell your used equipment and buy new gear. Right? Are, are people um, rent are allowed to rent for these photo walks? Because I know at PhotoCon we do that. Well, but I, I didn't know if the, it was the same for this. I, I thought they were going to like have like the, before they they brought like Sony out or whatever, right. and they they just let them. I don't know if we have anybody going on to for that. Yeah, but it was not rent like for cost. It, they just let you check yeah, it out. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, it was yeah, free. It was, yeah, right, free right. You to got check to check out. it out. Yeah, uh, I'm sure since this is going to be Friday night, I'm sure that if you get there on Friday and talk to you know if you're interested in a particular Sigma lens or Nikon lens or Canon. I'm sure that you can make some kind of arrangement with the rep to borrow it for that night. You know, they're going to want an arm, a leg, and a kidney in your firstborn. Yeah. Which, you know, some Nikon lenses are worth that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like the 58. Ooh, that's what I'm shooting at our walk. Did you get it in? Well, no, but I talked to Terrence. I'm oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mine's gotcha, not gotcha. in yet, but I'm going to borrow um, Terrence's. Perfect. It's going to be a fun walk. It's going to be a blast. We are leaving on Thursday morning bright and early. We are coming back sometime on Sunday. And I'm sure the drive back on Sunday would be a lot slower than the going out there like crazy. Okay. I think I'm, I think I'm that's waiting. all the information yeah. we got. You got anything excited. else? No, I'm just excited to see everyone out there. Yeah. I'm... Um, it's going to be awesome. Bedford's done a lot of cool things for it, so yeah. I'm I'm really I'm really excited, and um, you know, out of all the speakers, and there's amazing speakers there, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing. Um, and her name just completely like blanked out of my head. Um, uh, Alex Dugan. No. <laughs> Alex, Alex Dugan. I'm always excited to see. No, her. I know who you're talking about. Her fashion about. sense and her. Um, Swab did that. Sour, Lindsay Sour. Adler. Yeah, Lindsay, Lindsay Adler. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm very excited to I've see never her. Never seen her. So. I'm uh, in the middle right now of her uh, fashion flair video series, and um, she has some really great common sense approaches to thing. In fact, I had for weekend from next. I had uh, purchased uh, tickets to go see her at the Little Red Schoolhouse for three days. And I may have to change that since we're buying a house. Yeah. So, anyway, I think it's pretty awesome. So, how long has the podcast ran? Almost an hour. Wow. Yeah, Forty-five sec or forty seconds. That's what before. we went with, though, right? Well, you know, I always say thirty, 30 minutes. minutes to forty-five minutes, but you know, hey, all right, come on, let's let's make it an hour, Alex. Come on, finish it up. How much? Wait, how much longer? Forty-five seconds. Thirty seconds. Oh 
29. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 we should, we'll do 20. the whole podcast just counting down. 20 seconds. 17. 19. <laughs> 19. 19. 19. 19. Has anyone watching Sharp Objects on HBO? Because I want to hear. I want to hear the. Did you say Shark sharp Objects? Objects? Five seconds. <laughs> I want to hear who you think did it. It's a very crazy show right I now. I know, I know. But it was the butler. No. <laughs> I mean, no. There's on season no, two? There's no sharp objects? There's no butler. No, no, no. On season two. No, there, there's only one. Season two. I'm on season two. We're kit. I'm not going to get into it. It doesn't exist yet. See, yeah, it does. <laughs> I, I got know. a bootleg copy from L.A. He's such a liar. <laughs> like, know. totally. Yeah. Like, it's, it's the second season. It's on right now. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, okay. it's it's a really kind of a weird show. Yeah, it's really well done though. It's very well done. It has great filming. I like a lot of the dramatic angles, but I, I it's creepy though. Okay, I can watch people get shot like in the head. I can see the pink spray, but if anybody cuts himself, on I know a corner or anything, hey, it just yeah. freaks me out. Me too. Yeah, I can't. I just can't. Yeah. Well, it's a you know, it's kind of it's about self harm. I think. Oh, it's kind of the main theme, but it's. Just really well done. Yeah, I can't do that. And it's really well done. Mm. Like you could sit here, put a gun in your mouth, blow your brains out, and be like, "Oh, that was bad." But you get like a pin and prick your finger, and I'll pass out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, I I have gotten sick and thrown up from cutting my cutting my hand. Not not as an adult, I was a kid, but it was it was my my brother's girlfriend at the time, and I I said, "Mama, I'm gonna puke. I'm getting sick." You know, getting all lightheaded and not just all over. Oh my god. They tried to get a bag, and it was too late. (laughs) It was too late. All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up. We'll see you guys on the road. Thanks a lot for being here, uh, Alex Alex. and uh, Jim. Oh, my God. I'm so tired. All right. Bye-bye. See you later. You're listening to the... In a world where everyone has a camera, there's only one place they should be. PhotoFactsPodcast.com.